Welcome to Limited Appeal. This is Season 5. And this is Episode The New Adventures of Old Ice. Of what? Old Ice. So The New Adventures of Old Ice, is that what you said? Yes. Fantastic. Isn't that a clever, clever title for the show? I don't get it. Yes. It would make me want to listen. <laughs> Good. And, uh, who's the DJ? Uh, Chris St. Clair. There's that. The Weather Network guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a happy man. He likes ice. I was watching a documentary the other day on Discovery Civilization Channel, and it was about the uh, Titanic crashing into the iceberg, but it was told from the iceberg's perspective. (laughs) (laughs) So so let's name five other stories that would be equally exciting if told from a different perspective. No, okay, no, wait. Before we even go there, what the fuck? (laughs) That was like the first 50 minutes of the movie, just boring. Was it well, some guy saying, I'm sitting in the water? <laughs> yeah, because it was there for like thousands of bit. years. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, like, it wasn't it wasn't in real time or anything. So, I mean, they, like, it didn't take 5,000 years to tell the story. They glossed over some bits. They did. They did. So we don't we don't know all the details, but we got a good summary, I thought. And the actual the actual hitting the uh, hitting the boat didn't take very long compared to how long that iceberg was around. Was that something you needed a documentary to tell you? Well, <laughs> I su- I always suspected, but now there's proof. Yeah, Pazan. So, so, what was the uh, iceberg saying from its perspective? Well, it was it was uh, pretty much floating, and well, like ten percent of it was above above the uh, the water line there, and uh, yeah, it was. Isn't it, it, isn't it still all floating? Yeah, yeah, that's why I just corrected. Like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and uh, it was uh, yeah, it just came down from the north, and. Uh, it sounds like the most boring fucking thing ever. Why did yeah. you watch more than five seconds of it? I, I couldn't watch it all. I had to. I, I turned away for a while and came back for the for the climax, so to speak. Right. The denouement, as it were. That's after and, and the climax. What? That's after the climax. Yes. So you missed the climax? No, I saw both. Oh, okay. Go on. Well, I think I'm done. <laughs> what kind of voice did they have for the iceberg? Was it like a big booming voice, or was it like I don't I don't know comparatively to other icebergs how big this iceberg was? Well, I think they went kind of more with a with a realism tone to it, and they didn't have a voice for it at all. A realistic iceberg voice? No, no, like there was no voice for it. So 
that's very similar to how it really happened. They just had someone narrate on behalf of the... Yes. Yeah. I, assume, I assume it was Morgan Freeman. Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, how did they uh, gather their information? Did they go and find the iceberg and talk to it? It's probably not still around. It... it it seemed like there was a lot of speculation involved. <laughs> because, because I guess it was in an, it was like the Titanic was going through an area, I forget what it's, it's like called Iceberg Alley or something where like these icebergs from the Arctic would come and they're kind of gather in that area. Like it was, it was very common for lots of icebergs to be there. Gangs of icebergs up in there. Yeah. 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 They, they should have called it March of the Icebergs. <laughs> Uh, that's that's so, Morgan okay. Freeman references. <laughs> so uh, now that we're fucking, I hope are we done with that? Are we done talking about the iceberg? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's be done with that. Okay. So now that we're finally fucking done with that, what's our point here? We're trying to think of some other things that would be equally exciting. Okay, it just sounds like it was about a zero on an exciting scale. So it could be, could be probably anything. Well, it can't be more exciting, though. <laughs> oh, so it has, oh, that's not fair. So it has to be something equally fucking lame as this. <laughs> I think we can do this. Okay, so let's say uh, let's say we tell a story about uh, a bed of snow, and then somebody skidoos over top of it. <laughs> Any, just anywhere. Yeah, not any particular. But this isn't something that would ever have been told otherwise, right? Isn't this a story that we would want retold? Right. Yeah, I, I'm so, thinking uh, of uh, how about Sir Edward Hillary. I think it might be even less exciting than Warren's thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. It doesn't... Well, I didn't want to get more exciting. He said he couldn't be more exciting. I was going to say we tell a story about a fish getting caught. From the oh. fish's point of view, but that's too exciting. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, it probably is actually. I was, nope. The thing that came to my mind was like uh, Sir Edmund Hillary going up Mount Everest, told from Mount Everest's point of view. Oh yeah, probably just as fucking lame as the, this iceberg. Would, that might even be more lame. Really? Yeah, because because <laughs> at least with the iceberg, like there was. He, he, like it was, a, it was a big event hitting it. This is just some guy crawling up here. But it happened really fast, so the iceberg wouldn't have had really much to say about it until that moment. Oh, whereas, I see whereas I think Everest, the whole town would be like, "Oh fuck, get this fucking guy off me!" If yeah, anything, yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, I agree. And the the one that I thought of, which is similar, is the moon landing. Although that didn't actually happen, but I mean, if it did. Right, right. What about what about the uh, Indonesian tidal wave from the point of view of the wave? Yeah, I'll take it. I just <laughs> want to get out of it. <laughs> so that's three, or possibly four if we use the the snow. How about that apple <laughs> falling on Newton's head from the point of view of Neptune? What? Yeah. <laughs> From the point of view of something completely unrelated, that would yeah. be good. Neptune would be like, what, an apple fell? Exactly. We're really bringing down the excitement level. <laughs> I really don't want to break that excitement barrier that we're not allowed to cross. Okay, so that's four. 
How about skipping a rock from the point of view of the tree beside the lake? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, so the two moons take on this documentary is that there's something that's totally uninvolved in the action that is observing something else. Yeah. Well, well, because I don't want to cross the excitement barrier. See, but I, I think that's different because then the Titanic story, it would be more about like if there was a giant squid underneath just observing it all. Or or a neighboring iceberg. Yes. Something has to be affected or involved? Well, I think it's from the point of, the, point of view of the thing, the other thing involved, was oh. my impression, but... But given the fact that it seems like it's total speculation about what this iceberg would have thought <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> um, I don't know that that much matters, but maybe. No. And given the fact that we just want to be done this goddamn segment. Yeah. <laughs> that's good enough. Yeah. I, well, uh, You've done it. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> we'll count the skidoo and the rock skipping as a combined. <laughs> they, their forces combined to make one... Thing. Nice. So you could make two half-hour documentaries. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like in the old Spider-Man oh. when they just do a 15-minute one and the two 15-minute ones to fill up the half-hour. Yeah, that was good writing, hey? And then oh, like, it wasn't, you know, like 50 or 60% of those shows was just animation, like canned animation sequences with him spinning webs and shit like that. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's probably about three minutes worth of written stuff every every little mini-episode or something. Oh, that sucks. You don't remember scenes where, like, he had to get from one place to another and they would just show him spinning webs up into the sky and swinging around and shit? Yeah, but I didn't notice that the background was, wasn't different each time. In fairness, it wasn't as blatant as the Flintstones. Okay, I remember the Flintstones. Yeah, where they'd run across the house, and it would take quite a while. Yeah. And there'd be a lot of the same windows. be the same kind of bump of trees, and the same kind of bump of trees, and the same kind of bump of trees. Yeah. yeah. big goddamn house. Were you saying a bump of trees? Yeah. Is that a quantity of trees? A bump? <laughs> <laughs> a gathering of trees. A gaggle. I think that's only geese. And... That's the end of the show. Damn. Thanks for uh, listening, everyone. This is the end. So, uh, yeah, we hope you enjoyed the episode. You could uh, email us at maskedman at limitedappeal.net. We're part of the MySpace community, myspace.com slash limitedappeal. Or visit our website, www.limitedappeal.net. In case you were expecting something, this is what you get. By the way, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. Is somebody typing like a fucking madman over there? Or That's me. I'm definitely <laughs> what are you doing over there? Are you looking up so much porn or what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> That's really. I didn't think you could hear that. <laughs> I don't find I need to type much when I'm looking up porn. Porn does that old school text only porn. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the vowels on her. <laughs> Yes. Yeah.